Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you could open a business from the past, what would it be? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, if you could open any business, like a store from your youth, restaurant, a restaurant from the past, something that's already existed that you have fond memories of, what would that business be? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking, Bradley? There's a very Pacific reason, and literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. because in Oregon, <laughs> get a Pacific, <laughs> See what you did there. the manager of the world's last blockbuster in the world says it won't be closing anytime soon. They're holding out. Yeah, literally one store, the Blockbuster store in a city near Central Oregon became the last one in the uh, the last one in the U.S. last year. But it will soon be the only one in the world after the uh, store in Perth, Australia closes later this month. Bend uh, the Bend, Oregon franchise will be alone on the planet. That is, I mean, and it's just so, it's so I would bizarre. make a pilgrimage there just right? because I loved strolling through the aisles of the Blockbuster back in the day day. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it will become a tourist attraction mm-hmm. in some ways because uh, chains of, you know, yesteryear have occupy a certain place in our memories, our collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they just bring back the nostalgia and the fondness of, you know, an earlier, simpler time yes. when we walked to a building to get movies and now we just click buttons it's true but um but yeah so that just got me thinking about like all of the wonderful things that have disappeared from uh, our lives but yet um you know we think of fondly things like um shaky's pizza shaky's pizza yeah i was thinking of that one earlier that was a huge uh delight as a child now there are still shakies out there in the world but nowhere near us right six five one six four one one oh seven one if you <laughs> could open any business from the past, what would it be? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Should we go to the phones? Mm-hmm. Jennifer's on the line. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. What would it I, be? I would bring back the it, the store. It was called Uptown Minneapolis, and it was on Hennepin. And this was back in the eighties. Uh huh. And they sold like bobble earrings and punk clothes and stuff you couldn't find anywhere but at the store. No kidding. Yeah, it was it was just fantastic. Everyone loved it. Like Hennepin and what? Was it in the space where Heartbreaker then was? Um, No, it was so originally it was like twenty eighth in Hennepin, I believe, kind of by Kindo. Sure. Oh wow! It, It moved. 
It moved once, I think, after that. So, but I, I recall it being on like 28th and Hennepin. Oh my gosh! Okay, I gotta look that one up. Oh gosh, I'm trying to that remember. That just made that. me think of just down Thank the street. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank in you. In Calhoun Square. Thank you. Not in Calhoun Square, but what was the the burger place and shakes? Uh, oh, like up a, there was Uptown Diner. Is that what you're no, thinking? No, not Uptown Diner. Um, across the street, it was called like not. Uh, I'll figure it out. Is it the place that is next to the movie theater? Snuff, it's a, it wasn't a Snuffy's malt shop, I don't think, but oh. it was something like that. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> I'll but figure it out. He'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Susan. Hello, Susan. If you could open any business from the past, what would you bring back? Hi, Susan. Hi. What would you bring I would back? Love, I would love to bring back archivers. Oh, what's that? Archivers, the, like the the store where you could buy stuff for scrapbooking. Yep, scrapbooking and crap, any kind of paper crafting. Um, I used to work at the Coon Rapids store, and we used to visit the Mall of America store because, of course, they had the more newer products. And then every year they would do the scrap fest at the Mall of America, and they bring in all these different crafters like Tim Holtz and and a bunch of other really crafty people and and show their tools and yeah. um, expertise. I really miss having that here in Minnesota. Yeah. Thank you very much Susan for your call. Um I I guess I like thought people didn't scrapbook anymore, yeah. but I'm dead wrong because I know that a lot of people still are purchasing that stuff but there isn't like a dedicated store like a place like Archivers. Let's go to Mary. Hi Mary. Mary, if you could bring back any business from the past, what would it be? Hi, um, Farrell's Ice Cream Shop. It, there was one in Brooklyn Center, I think, or Brooklyn Park when we were growing up. And was it uh, the ice cream that you loved? Well, it was just the atmosphere. It okay. Was really decorated, neat, and then they like we'd go over there for our birthdays, and they come out with this huge bowl of ice, different all different flavors of ice cream, and there mm. were like little figurines on there, and they'd run around and sing Happy Birthday. <laughs> That's cute. That's awesome. Thank you, Mary. Shenanigans over on the uh, Twitter said Chi-Chi's. Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we've talked about that a hundred times. Yeah. I know. I still get a little bit sad about it. Fried ice cream. Nobody does fried ice cream as good as Chi-Chi's did. And don't even even try at me because I have tried every time I see fried ice cream on a menu. And then I'm like sad because it's not not the the same. same. Oh, my gosh. I would have a chicken chimichanga and then I'd have... The fried ice cream, but before I did any of that, duh, while we were waiting 45 minutes for our table and complaining to our parents about it, we would sit down at the tabletop video game and play Pac-Man because that was the best part of going to Chi-Chi's. Yeah. Except for the food. Um, Mrs. Waterman on Twitter also said that I need to open a Skipper's franchise for McClam Strips. Oh. I love clam strips. Yes. Who doesn't love clam strips? Right? Jennifer's on the line. Hello, Jennifer. Jennifer, if you could open any business from the past, what would it be? Uh, well, I, I don't know if it's actually gone out of business. So I grew up in Newport, which is kind of by Woodbury, um, on the east side of the city. And we had an A&W. And oh, it was yeah. like literally like one of those, like, you drive up, drive up, you order your food, they bring it out to you, you sit in your car. And when I was a kid, we'd always walk up there and get uh, and W rip your clothes. It was the best. Right. And I don't even know if that's a possibility anymore. I think there might be like one A&W left, and it's, but it's not the same. 
There are. No, I think there's. For sure. Yeah, I think somebody called in because we talked Thanks, about A and W recently. Yeah, and there was like a drive up still somewhere that um, somebody referenced. I remember but. going to the one in Aitken, Minnesota, and you would you like use the phone to order, and then they'd bring your food out. Like you'd sit at the table, and there was a phone at the table. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I thought that was the coolest thing. Uh, let's go to Lynn. Hello, Lynn. Lynn, if you could open any business from the past, what would it be? Uh, we used to go to a place downtown it's called the Haberdashery. Mm-hmm. And um, it was fun because you threw peanuts all over the floor and they just go had great drinks and nibbles. Okay, Lynn, thank you so much for your call. That's exactly what I had said about I want the old ground round where you could throw the peanut shells oh, on yeah. the floor. That was the fun part. Uh, and then, uh, What's the other one? Ground round and then um, not cattle company, but there, what's like the English pubby one? Uh, where the, oh, gosh, I'll remember it. Go on. Okay, uh, Joan is on the line. Hi, Hello, Joan. Joan. Joan, if yes. you could open any business from the past, what would it be? Well, first of all, Bradley, I think you're thinking of Annie's Parlor. Yes, oh, that's Annie's what it is. Annie's Parlor. Thank you. Thank I knew. You. I knew that it was in there somewhere. Thank you. That's I'm where Chino. That's where Chino Latino is yes, now, right? Yeah, and you can't do peanut shells on the floor because it's a fire hazard. Oh yeah. And I hate to be really obvious, but hello, nobody said Dayton's. Oh, duh. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Joan. Yeah. But like old school Dayton's. We're like, just not yes. ready to accept Back that Back when yet. it was fancy Dayton's. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Joan, yeah. thank you. Okay, I have one more. Zale or Venture? Remember Venture? No. It was like a discount store, like a Target. Did we have those here? I don't feel like we had those here. Maybe not. Because I, I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, here's one that I just thought of. Did you ever know of, or did, I don't know how widespread this chain was, Arnold's Burgers. Mm -mm. Okay. This was what was great about Arnold's. It was like a, they made it like a fifties style soda fountain kind of. You'd go in and you'd get your burger, but then they had a burger bar. So then you would go to the burger bar and you could top your burger with all the toppings at the burger bar. Well, I don't like to say that name because I feel like I'm going to say something bad. Fud. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ruckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. And remember also, speaking of that one, where's that one? Well... There used to be one... There's one in Edina the... in France. Still? Mm-hmm. Really? Uh-huh. And when you were a kid, you could get free cookies with your meal. I do remember that. Also, they had you could like see the meat hanging because they had like um, the butcher in like when you were going through the line did they hang you could it well stop you could see into the butcher e and then they, the butcher's window thank you and there would be a cow upside like dead one we have to go well that was that a great is story good we got to go okay. we come back we have to give Gwyneth Paltrow the attention she thinks she deserves. That's true. Um, we have to give her credit for something that she wants credit for, and it's dumb. Gooper scoopers after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow is talking again. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And whenever Gwyneth Paltrow talks, we have to take her to task and we do so by making fun of her lifestyle website, <laughs> Goop. Because we're 12. And we're the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Goop. Goopa, 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 Goopa. That's just what they 
they do. Goopas, 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 goopas. There's always stupid stuff on Goop. Goop. Remember um, that one time that Gwyneth Paltrow took credit for yoga? Yes, in fact, I do because I had I did not know I had not looked on Wikipedia to see who started the yoga, but it turned well, out it is it was Gwyneth, it was Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Nobody <laughs> was really into yoga before Gwyneth was into yoga, um, and she'll have you know that. Um, there's another thing that got started by Gwyneth Paltrow that we have to give her credit for. At least she's asking for credit for. In an interview with the New York Times, Gwyneth. Um, wanted to set the record straight on who it is that started the gluten-free trend. It was her. Um, because of her 2015 what? gluten-free cookbook, uh, that's really when people started to take, to really embrace the gluten-free lifestyle. Does she understand that just because you did something at a time when something started to take, uh, that the public started to take interest in it doesn't... It, like the two aren't necessarily connected. Can I tell causal you causal relationships? I mean, yeah. I agree with you, but can I tell you what this is really about? Well, you'll know ego, but sure. What yes, else? that and listen to this piece from that article and then tell me what you think is actually going on. Okay. She said after she put out this gluten free cookbook, she said, quote, the press was super negative and there were personal attacks about what I was feeding my children and what kind of a mother I am. We were there. Yeah, right? And what kind of a mother I am. But now the gluten-free market is huge. So what do you, what do you actually think oh, she's well, trying to she's say? Try, no, she's not trying to say anything. She's trying to shame us, right? She's trying to say like, oh, now y'all are, you know. So, yes. <clears throat> but to me, I think what I hear in that is her trying to justify the choices she made by showing us that this as a parent, because the thing that everybody was getting on her for was what she was feeding her kids and how she said her kids were eating. And you know, it was her own fault. She said dumb things like, do you remember this? She was talking about how her kids don't eat carbs and it leaves them with that quote specific type of hunger. Yeah. The hungry hunger. And everybody was like, Oh, okay. You're mean feed your children food. Yeah. What's wrong with you? This is her saying, see, now everybody's doing it. I'm a good mom. Yeah. And also not everybody's doing it. And also this is what's wrong with the world. And you're part of the problem. You're just a part of just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean that there's a legitimacy in doing it. Exactly. It just means that everybody's doing it, mm-hmm. which means nothing other than everybody's doing it. Everybody and not everybody it. agrees that everybody should be doing well, it. Well, not yeah. And by the way, not everybody actually is doing it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But in her mind, so so basically what she's really taking credit for is not being the first person to ever do the gluten-free diet, but being the catalyst for a market for gluten-free food to take off, which I also would argue is not necessarily the case. She actually hit the timing although, properly. Although I will say this is where I think she does have bear some responsibility is that she is a, a loud person. And I don't mean intent. Uh, I just mean that she has a, a large platform. Mm-hmm. I will say that she is responsible for echoing as uh, a number of celebrities have notions about uh, the gluten free diet lifestyle, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, that are actually mm, 
irresponsible, if not harmful for people. So like, or at least at the very least in the most innocuous form, misinformational. Yeah. That's not the right word. Ill-informed. Ill-informed. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yes, there there is an actual thing called gluten sensitivity. Mm-hmm. No, most people don't have it. Yes, some people would do better to not eat a bunch of processed food, of which a large part might be gluteny. But for the most part, the benefits of eating a healthy, well-balanced diet would correct any problems that the average human being, and I am not qualified to say any of this, so don't take my word for it. You could do your own homework. But, you know, the average person being healthier, eating less processed food would get the same benefit from going to some severe restrictive diet that their doctor hasn't actually told them to do. What I think is really interesting too, Bradley is to your point about eating less processed, fewer processed foods. What she's talking about is the gluten-free market and the gluten-free industry, which Which is is full of processed foods now. So she's taking credit for that. Well, and here, if you guys want to go real deep, get this. So a lot of those food industries that make processed foods, and again, don't take my word for it, go do your own homework, uh, are just repackaging and remarketing themselves based on the sort of pseudoscience drivel that's coming out of the mouth of celebrities like Gwyneth Paltrow Mm -hmm. to repackage and remarket the very same products that they were feeding us before and we've grown uh, concerned about or uninterested in. And so if they ascribe these sort of benefits to Mm -hmm. these different food items... You know, by using words like gluten-free, they'll think, ooh, I can eat this. It's healthy. Because there's not gluten and I can, in it. And then, you know, meanwhile, the companies are like, woohoo, we can yeah. sell more widgets from our processed food plant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, thank you, Kenneth, I guess. We really aren't really thankful for you. But, you know, congratulations for her because she seems to take advantage of every opportunity to congratulate herself for the trends, right? Yeah. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our favorite trend, dumb people doing dumb yes, things. Yes, I am here for this. Crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But before we get all dumb up in here, let's get free. I, I want to get generous with a little prize. What are what we are giving we, away? I don't know. What are we giving away? Ooh, we're giving away a pair of tickets to join you guys, Colleen and Bradley, That's at us. your reserve table at Date for Life, a fundraiser for Children's Cancer Research Fund. Now, make sure you can go this Saturday, March 9th, 7 p.m., at International Market Square in Minneapolis. Third caller, 651 651- 641-1071. We'll win those tickets. Make sure that you can go on Saturday. And now we will tell you about the crazy Are stupid you okay idiots. I forgot what we were doing for a sec. Crazy stupid well idiots. Then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 Is that where we're going first? Uh, We are going to Frankfort, which is in Kentucky. Frankfort, Kentucky. Be a good drag name. 
My name is Ken Tucky. Oh, for a number of reasons, that would be a great drag name. Home of good chicken. Okay, anyway, I got to tell you about Billy Wellington. Mm -hmm. He is 42 years young. Oh, I just got your Kentucky joke. Go on. The Tucky? Yeah. Drag queens. Mm, I got it. Okay, 42-year-old Billy. Oh, I said Wellington. It's Wethington. Okay. Billy Wethington. He was arrested in Louisville on Friday. Why? Because he was charged with doing some stuff. Okay. What kind of stuff was he doing? I don't know. That's why I showed up. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It involves $75,000 of theft. Mm. But not just any $75,000. Not like cash. He didn't steal cash. He stole... Pretzels. No, that would be a lot of pretzels. I know. That's why it was going to be a crazy story. No, he did not steal. But what he did do was shove eight to ten items into his sack. Oh, my. And then put that in his car and drive away. Now, he he had done that with a bunch of other sacks previously because 75,000 is more than eight to ten items. Uh, but on this particular occasion, they arrested him uh, with eight to ten items in a bag in his core. Now, these these items are uh, long. Okay. Thick. Wow. And meaty. Okay. Um, $75,000 worth of. Long, thick, and meaty, meaty things. Mm-hmm. Ribs. Close. Slim Jims. Uh, the finer cuts. Let's say a like nice... Like a tenderloin? Yes! Oh! Ding, ding, ding. 75... He had tenderloin. <laughs> what? Uh, 42-year-old... I don't know what you were doing, but... 42-year-old Billy Wethington stole $75,000 worth of beef tenderloin over several months. I mean, those things are kind of expensive. They really are. Real I don't nice understand why, cut. because like... Yeah, sure, fine. A couple bites of good beef. Mm-hmm, yum, yum. But to me, ribeye is the best cut of steak. Also, I've never understood beef wellington. Why would you oh, ruin a perfectly good oh, tenderloin? I, oh, you have not had good beef that's wellington. That's what I was just about to say. Mm-hmm. Maybe you haven't had a good beef wellington. Okay, fancy people. Oh, you just haven't had an amazing beef wellington. You can make it at all. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't saying like I you know, Why flew you a ruin- private jet to wherever they make beef wellington well i just feel like that's like something they make on one of them food shows and then they like ruin it and they're like you didn't do this correctly oh you're probably right yeah gordon ramsay probably yells at people for doing it wrong yeah. but it is good when it's done well but crappy beef wellington is i'm just gonna go for the crappington. ribeye every time you can guarantee if beef wellington is on a menu no there's no fat ribeye. on it you're right. I do like a fatty cut. Who doesn't cut? love a fatty piece mm-hmm. of meat? My mom. Yeah. She hates. She so loves my husband. a filet. He's always like, I took the fat off. I'm like, why? why? That's where no. the that's where the flavor, flavor is. is. The gristle. Mm-hmm. Not gristle. No, the gristle is gross. <gasps> no. No gristle is like the chewy. That's the part you can't. Bits that you can't. Yeah, but it's nice to put in the mouth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Just walk away from that. Yeah. Put it away. That. Put it away. What they said. All right, so he he had a lot of tenderloin. Yep, he got. Uh, let's see, uh, like I said, seventy five to a hundred thousand dollars worth over the course of eight months. Um, 
They don't know what he did with it, though. Well, I mean, I would imagine he had a lovely dinner party. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would check your cholesterol, sir. Or at least I, I, I bet he was selling it on the... The black market, maybe? I don't know. Is there a hot Lots is there a hot beef nope. tenderloin market? Okay. There's a tenderloin district in San Francisco. Is there? Yeah. Let's go to Philadelphia for our very next story, shall we? Okay. I want to tell you about a bad thing that happened at the Taco Bell. Now... I cannot imagine a world where a bad thing happens at a Taco Bell. But at this particular Taco Bell in Philadelphia, something bad happened. Oh, no. Apparently, there was a very uh, rowdy group of people at a Taco Bell in Philadelphia that were very upset because they were waiting over 45 minutes for their food. Okay. At the point that I've waited 45 minutes for my Taco Bell, I've only probably given them $4 possibly $8. It is a better bet to just get in my car and drive to another Taco Bell, but I'd be mad. And the people were angry and uh, they were complaining, including 38 year old Brian Reese, who was not very happy that his food was taking 45 minutes. Okay. And so when he went up to talk to the employees at the counter, the employees had had it with all the complaining and they broke. His face. The employees? The employees jumped a half dozen staff members, hopped over the counter, and started attacking him. He tried to run away, but they chased him outside into the lot and put him into a headlock and kept on pounding on him. And then they started to attack his girlfriend, who was there with him. Um, Apparently, Brian's friend was there with them and got it on video. And uh, all the employees who were involved have since been fired. Well, thank God. And the rest of the staff is going through additional training. I don't know how long is that training going to last. Training? Like, hey. I'm sorry. There is no training. Don't uh, beat up our customers. Brian says, and here's the worst part. um, Brian says that the Taco Bell has been slow to respond to complaints. However, the owner did offer him a $20 gift card to make up for it. Uh, he's suing them, correct? Oh, yeah. For tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. He will be pressing charges. Good. I mean, just think of all the burritos you could... The, uh, yeah. I don't think I'd be able to go into a Taco Bell after that. Isn't that upsetting? Yeah. And there is video. I mean, you can see no, the I'm video. Watching it's him it's get a little bit... beat out of him Yeah, right now. dark and grainy. And he, I mean, his injuries were evident. Oh, that's just frightening. I know. What is the world coming to? I don't know. When you can't be happy at a Taco Bell, (sighs) I just, I don't even know what to do with that. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, you know what? Before we get to that throwback live, I'm feeling generous again. What what else do we have to give away? Holly. Pizza. Pizza. Oh my God. I'm all about pizza. Give it here. No. Why? We have to share with a lucky listener a $50 gift card to Green Mill. Green Mill, by the way, has taken baked pizzas right now. So fifth caller, 651-641-1071, is going to win that $50 Green Mill gift card. And I'll tell you what, you're going to want to be taking and baking this weekend Mm because you're not going to want to go anywhere. That's for sure. 651-641-1071 was caller number what, Halls? Five. Caller number five. So when we come back, we're doing the throwback live, right? Uh Uh-huh. Can I just tell you what stage of life we are in right now? Sure. Mm-hmm. It is so miserable outside that my hand just cracked of its own accord and is bleeding. 
Are you serious? From this weather. Yeah. I've been lotioning my hands to no avail. And, and my hands just bled right sitting here doing nothing. You guys, it's dire. Like literally my skin is breaking. Bradley's skin is actually broken. Breaking yeah. everywhere. All right, when we come back, throwback live at 245 Ooh. on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.